Hey, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We are your hosts. Hey, so, uh, oh, look, there's Zach. I saw Zach. <laughs> I, you know, I want to, we got a lot to go over today, and, uh, but I want to, if I can, talk to you guys about something. If I can be really, really, if, if I can be really transparent and, and somewhat uh, vulnerable. You know, I, uh, I've been kind of quiet this weekend, Apollo. What's up? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about it because it's coming out with information that shows just how bad the radical left is and the fact that they're just such liars. And it's, it's, uh, it's bad. But I had a deposition for eight hours on um, Friday with Coomer's lawyers. And... Yeah, I did. I did okay for the first couple hours, and then I started realizing that I couldn't remember people's names. I couldn't remember events. Events got pushed together. So my timelines for the last two years, and then something happened. They they kept showing me these videos of me back in November and December of 2020, and you know. I'm I'm not sure Well, how do I explain this? I know why I was as angry as I was. I know why. I felt like I was at war. I felt like they're attacking my family, attacking my wife, attacking my kids. Um and to to in large part that hasn't stopped. Like the, those attacks haven't stopped. I mean, they're, they're still there. They're, they're waiting for the time that I let that breath out. They're waiting for that time where I, I don't carry a gun. I'm not on my best behavior and looking around. I don't think I'll ever get back there. But, but I saw myself on that screen, and I said things uh, to Eric Coomer, like while I'm on the screen, and I'm pissed. And... So I had to call a friend afterwards and and say, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I, I feel awful about the fact that I would have that much vitriol, that I would have actually gotten to that place where I was that angry. And he goes, uh, Joe, you were at war. You There's no difference than you being in the middle of Afghanistan and going through what you went through in November, December, January, February. And... Uh, so then I, I called my wife and uh, I said, look, I don't, I don't know what, I know that I'm not in that place anymore. I know that I'm not that angry, but I go, I don't ever want to get to that place where I, I am that person again. And I almost felt bad for Eric. And I, I certainly felt bad for the fact that I knew what had drawn me to the place where I was. But I kept thinking to myself, what drew him to that place? And every time that we turn around, a new lie is revealed. And you could stack these lies up and probably build a big building. But um, so I thought, you know, that maybe there might be, you know, that, that I might be dealing with some sort of stress. Like, and somebody called me and said, no, it's probably PTS. And I went, PTS? Come on, man. That's not me. They're like, Joe. Tell me what's going on right now. And I go, well, I, I sleep with a gun on my bed beside, beside me. I sleep with another gun, what, within five feet of me, Apollo? Three feet of me? Yeah, at all times. I have thermal cameras on my house. I have bulletproof glass. I don't like to tell people where I'm at. I travel around a lot to stay, so I'm not in one place. Uh, I've gotten people come to my home and... Uh, people that have come after my wife and come after my kids. And, and so I'm hypervigilant, but I'm also at that place where I'm not sure back in 2020, I was prepared to, let's just say it. I, I'm not sure I was prepared to die to defend all the things, the truth. I'm not sure I was, but now I certainly am. 
And I think that when you talk about it and you're in that place where you're trying to come to grips with all the stuff that's happening and you finally get to the place where you, the realization set in, you're, you're in a better place with God, your family, you're, you, you realize what you're up against, you have to make a decision. And it's, it's no longer a decision based on what you want people to see. It's a decision based on how you feel. And there's a great amount of calmness that comes over you when you get to that place. It doesn't mean you're not going to fight like, you know what? But then you realize what you're up against. You're literally fighting the devil himself. And that, that someone like Eric Coomer, he's a symptom of the problem. The problem is so much bigger than him. And then I'm that person who sat in the room with terrorists, really. When I was overseas, there, there was plenty of times that I was in a room with people who were just considered bad people. And I couldn't look at them as bad people. So then I look at this whole thing with Coomer, and I actually feel bad for him. Because I knew that he was the reason why I was getting attacked. I knew. I knew that he, he just needs to come clean. He needs to come clean. But the other side of me just said, I feel bad for the man that, whose life is so spiraled out of control, that has gone through so many different things. A lot of it's self-inflicted. But that had that, that lived his life that way. And then, you know, as I'm getting attacked, attack, 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 attack. I wonder about, and I feel for the, the attacks that <clears throat> he could be under. And as I got attacked, and as people are telling me that, hey, they, this is where Eric is, this is that I was so angry that it didn't matter to me. There was no breathing for me. And I can imagine there's probably no breathing for him. Now, I didn't cause him to do those things. He was certainly a lot more boisterous about who he was and the fact that, oh, yeah, let's make this go viral <laughs> than he was after he decided to be, I don't know, what would you call it, braggadocious about Trump not winning? I mean, I think when you're that deep into something like that, and you know, I don't know Eric personally, but you look at how big this whole thing is just in the state of Colorado. Yeah. And we know outside of that, when you're involved in something like that, I imagine at some point you, you have to come to this place where unless you are 100% down to your core evil and love every bit of it, you have to adopt this darkness about you uh because otherwise i don't know how you deal with it i think you just hit the nail on the head and this isn't what we're going to talk about today i don't want to talk about me but uh <clears throat> mountain princess just said but i tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you matthew 5 44. and i've been through a lot of stuff in my life and one of the things they said is, well, Joe, you insert yourself in someone else's story. And I thought about it for a minute after the, the lawyer for the other side said that. And I, as I was driving home, I'm like, I've never had to do that. <laughs> I've lived a ridiculous life. My life has been ridiculous. There's been no having to insert myself anywhere. My life was just amazing. I mean, even in the bad stuff, it was still amazing. I still learned something from it. But I, I was able to be friends with someone who did some terrible things to me in the Middle East excuse me, Africa, it wasn't the Middle East, it was Africa. I was able to be friends with him, break bread with him, still trust him, sit down with him. And it was, it was an awful thing that happened in my life while I was over there. And yet I look at Eric Coomer and I go, wow. You know, th there's horrible mistakes we make. And I'm just not sure that, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I guess my mixed feelings. So I'm going to go see someone. I'm going to go see a psychologist and see if I have some sort of PTS deal or and how to deal with that. So it's uh, it's always good to be introspective. It's always good to look at yourself and say because if you can't if you can't wrap around wrap yourself around and everything's jargled over that two year period of time, there's something that's stopping that something that's clogging it up. And that 
It, what is that stuff called that pumps through your body? Adrenaline? No, the cortisol? other. Cortisol, yeah. I, I mean, the stuff, and then I started reading about it after my friend said, you need to, you, you, you actually, Joe, it's the first time I've broken down, by the way. I mean, I'll break down. I, I get a little bit teary, but not like I did Friday night. I mean, Friday night was a kind of an explosion of emotion of how do you feel? And, and uh, crazy, though. It's crazy. And, and, it, and by the way, by the time that I left that room with eight hours with their attorneys, I, and I had a hate in my heart for his attorney, by the time I left that room, I was like, man, like, who do we hate? And who are we allowed to hate? And is hate the right emotion? Should we have some other, should be something else? And when we go to war, what, what is that thing that we're supposed to, is are we supposed to hate them? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, one last point on that, when you talk about who are we allowed to hate, this goes on both sides because we have coomers and then we have a lot of people who, us from our perspective, we go, why aren't you doing anything? Yeah. What, what, what are you waiting for? And I think it actually, they have the exact same thing going on. So what I mentioned about how do you, how do you deal with it, someone in a position where they're involved at that level, as much as they might appear to be one way, you have to think about it. If they know that all this is going on, and this is just from the perspective of it's happening, not even anything that they might actually be threatened with or they know that they have on them, in order for them to, uh, to perpetrate something like that and be a part of it and see it, uh, they have to acknowledge on some level, wow, so there is absolutely this group of people who are trying to control everything and will do anything that they can to seize that power and to silence anyone who would speak out against it. And it just so happens right now that they view me as on their side, but that can change. Even if, you know, like, I, th I think part of that braggadociousness is they realize that I very well could be the, the expendable uh, you know, acid at some point. And I think it's the same, it's rooted in fear, which is the same reason why many on our side, what we would consider on our side, they see what's going on, but they don't do anything. They don't stand up because they have this fear that, okay, well, I see it, but if I come out, then, you know, do I stick myself up to be hammered down? And I think it's all, it's all just fear on both sides. It leads to slightly different results, but we see the same kind of braggadociousness on our side too. People yeah. who go, oh, I'll never give up my guns. Ha ha, these people are stupid. I don't think that's genuine. No, I know it's not genuine. I, I can tell you right now it's not genuine. <laughs> it, it, it'd take me five minutes to figure out that that's not authentic. authentic. And, and it doesn't take much to see it. It doesn't take much to see the fact that a lot of people talk the talk and it says that you, know, you, you want to be a patriot, so you got to do patriot things. And you know what, to a large part, let me be honest. I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a fighter. And I think the culmination of my life, just how I grew up and, and I, I wrote this kind of introspective thing on myself of, you know, it, the why. I'm a fighter. But until I had to do patriot things, I didn't know what it meant to do patriot things. I had no idea. I had... I had no idea the implications. I thought I did. Now, I said the words. I, told, I, I literally told my family, my life will never be the same. But I have to tell the truth. I remember talking to my best friend that night, the first time that we've ever had a coarse conversation with each other because he wanted me to just walk away from it. Joe, leave it alone. Let somebody else figure it out. I can't do that. I can't do that. When I got attacked again, I did not know the sacrifice that would be necessary in order to stand up. Because did anybody run to, to help me? I mean, people did. You did. People did. But nobody ran. No, <laughs> nobody ran down the hill and said, oh, we got to take care of you, Joe. It was quite the opposite. It was a, you know, how, how, do we, how does this useful idiot coming forward, how does he become a pawn for, for our game or our, our chess match? It was the opposite. So you do something unselfishly. You do something because you know it's the right thing to do. You do something because you pursue truth. You do something because, frankly, nobody should get away with being able to steal the voice of the American people. You stand up. And that's not even all of it. Now, you don't even have the radical radicals coming after you. You got the establishment coming after you. So now you got you to think really fast. You got you to come to... It, it spools fast. You're like, okay, whoa. 
So now the left hates my guts. People that did this hate my guts. The Republicans hate my guts. Now you have to differentiate between are they really that way or how do you feel that way and still treat? And and then you find yourself in this place where it's hard to recover, right? I mean, it's not it's not like you wake up one day and you go, ah, I figured it all out. So you're friends with people and you find out those people you don't want to stay away from or you talk to people or you even have guests on the show, right? Remember, I had Madison Marquette on this show. I thought she was a trafficked individual. Now I dig into it and she's got felonies everywhere and she's been arrested all over the country and she's running away from it and changing her name and stealing money and saying that she's helping kids and she's not. And there's all these videos and proof that's out there of just how bad of a person she is. And I had her on my show. There's others. All right. I think I made my point. I think, I think I've gotten it all out so you can, you can understand where, where I am mentally. <sighs> we, um, I want to I say this. We have a video that came in. I don't know if you, I think you got it too from Tig. We had a woman that we were going to have on on the show, and th- this is this is what I mean when I say that you know everyone wants to be a patriot until you got to do patriot things, and this is a woman who's seventy years old, Rebecca Laverns. She was arrested today on J six for the J six. She went to the Capitol to pray. And so a bunch of people showed up at the Capitol. Uh, you have that video. Do I need to send it to you in a different way? No, nah, I converted them. People showed up to show their support for her 70-year-old grandmother. Now, let me, let me put this in perspective for you. There's a man that got in an argument that he could have walked away from with a guy named Lee Keltner at an event that they shouldn't have been at to begin with. You shouldn't have needed a a security officer that was not licensed to be there. Got in a fight, a verbal altercation, because as a security officer, your job is to just de-escalate. Who shot Lee Keltner and murdered him. Shot him in the face. Cold blood. Had the ability to retreat, didn't. The DA did not charge him for it. Countless times people have been... uh, been accused of and have shoplift and assaulted and everything else. Let go. This 70-year-old grandmother walks into the Capitol, walks, no barriers, no one telling her not to. Everything was opened up. They, they ushered her in. Prays and leaves. Literally walks in, in there for five minutes, walks out. They spend two years hunting Americans who went there to redress their grievances because they want you to be a slave. Just like if you were on a slave farm, just like if you were in the, in the South picking cotton and you decided to put your head up and say, I want a glass of water. Well, you don't get glass of water, slave. Get back to work. Oh, you know what? We need to treat this. We need to teach this slave a lesson. You don't get out of you don't get out of out of way. You you don't get to get out of line. Everybody else watch because what what was J six? J six was a culmination of their rhetoric and propaganda that they built. Their lie that they started building before January sixth. They started building it back in November, October, September of twenty twenty. We have the videos. Insurrection, 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 and held on to it. The radical left did Antifa. We have the videos. Not the video that I was on. I wish I did. I wish I had that one with Coomer. That would settle everything. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. 
Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. But you have this settling that happened, right? You have this settling that, that, that happens. And then they come in and they say, you know what, we're going to take everything away from you. And we're going to make you an example. We're going to make Americans afraid because we're going to put them in a hole and we're going to rape those January 6th prisoners. We're going to we're going to assault them. We're going to put them in a hole with rats in the underground of D.C. And you know what? We're going to even make the most humiliating part about this. You know what else we're going to do, Apollo? We're going to take people that are not even Americans, foreigners that barely speak English, and we're going to make them your, your, your uh, jail masters. Well, I want you to think about that. I want, I want you to think about what it is that they did, knowing what they were doing, in order to make you afraid. To make you crawl back into your comfort, your reliance on other people, and not do anything about it. And this 70-year-old grandmother, who loves the Lord, but they have to attack Christianity. They have to attack her. They arrested her, and they charged her with things that are not true, and they know they're not true. They just make them up. They've got the video. They know that she wasn't violent. She didn't disturb the peace. She didn't do any of that. None of that. But they charged her with those crimes too so they could have this salacious report that they could put out there to the American people that, ah, we got her. We got her. Well, I call you a coward because that's what you are. Go ahead and play it. You will play the video. Yeah, we've got two of them and uh, we'll have, Tig's going to come on and uh, after I play these, uh, talk about what happened. All right. Cream of the f-ing crop right there. I'm gonna make her get it in the car that just pulled up, huh? Get it warm in the car. So this is outside the courthouse. They did uh, They did not actually, as they, you know, signaled to have her go in the courthouse. They did a snatch and grab. Showed up in blacked out vehicles and took this 70 year old woman away. So I know that's a little bit grainy, you guys, but that is exclusive video from uh, from Denver today. They literally showed up with blacked out vehicles and scooped this woman up. They're the American Gestapo. The FBI or the American Gestapo. 
Uh, here's what I don't agree with. Everyone should have been on that side of the street with her. Yep. They shouldn't have left her side until she was put in that car. I don't agree with it. Elon Musk just put a, tw- a tweet out last night, and I want to, I want to, I want to tell you this tweet. This is a good tweet because this shows you this is the epitome. And people say that Elon Musk is or is not with the controlled opposition. Uh, whatever, what, whatever. <laughs> At this point, you know what I've, you know what I've come to the conclusion of. I just don't care. I'm going to stand with the people. I'm going to stand with the people. I don't care what the consequences. I really don't care less. I'm going to fight. I'm going to, I'm going to fight to the end. And I've been right every time, by the way. I, I keep getting right. Apollo, we're going to, next thing we're going to talk about is about being right again. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, <clears throat> so Elon said this, that those who want power are the ones who least deserve it. Think about that. Those who want power are the ones who least deserve it. <clears throat> So true. So, so true. By the way, uh, Twitter, I'd like my Twitter thing back. I'd like you to stop lying. Now that you're figuring out Andy, no. By the way, I have Andy's number. We should get Andy on. Right? Yeah, let's get Andy on right now. Well, I wish we could, but we can't. Um, So last night, yesterday, this is all breaking. Andy, no links a Colorado reporter to an Antifa account. This Antifa account and this person at Antifa is none other than Sean Heidi Beetle. Sean, because it's a man, and I don't give a crap what you say. This, these people think that we care if they dress up as furries. We don't care. We don't care. What we care about is that you don't groom our children. What we care about is you stop lying and cheating and stealing from the voice of the American people. That's what we care about. But do we care about the fact that you're who you are, that you convinced yourself that you're a, a, a woman? You're not. You're a dude that dresses up like a woman. And by the way, Beetle, you look like Michael Moore. I mean, you did a terrible job because you came out looking like Michael Moore. I just want to point it out. <laughs> I mean... So and we're you know we, we like to have fun with Beetle because and you know you know why uh, Jill likes to have fun with Beetle uh, because Beetle has used the weight of her his she hers him hers uh, place as a respected reporter oh yeah to slander and vilify Joe for speaking complete truth and he was right about all of it and I said she was the head of the Antifa, and I was right. And I said that he was worth, uh, what's it called, uh, our revolution. I was right. And I said that it is a violent individual, and I was right. By its own words, not by mine, but by his own words. And says, by the way, that we hide behind the police. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. You see that one? Oh, yeah. yeah we the I police. talked about it last night. That pissed me off. Because we, we like to, you know, show up in plates. Okay. Well, I have a deal. I have a deal. Ready for Apollo? And we have, we have so much to go over because it turns out that the, one of the election managers that works in the Colorado um, Secretary of State's office. Shaman. Shelman, uh, D- Dwight Shelman is coming to her, his rescue. Other people that are involved in politics, Wayne Williams, I think, is like besties with Sean Beadle. Wayne Williams, uh, we'll, we'll show you this a, a few years ago. It was 2018, I believe. Uh, Dwight Shelman was presented an award from the Colorado Secretary of State for the prestigious and wonderful gold standard work that was done in a post-election audit on the machines to make sure that they worked the way that they were supposed to. And he received it on behalf of Wayne Williams. Yeah. Well, l- l- there's, there's a ton to go through about this. An absolute ton. Do we have TIG on, by the way, or no? 
Not on yet. Okay. Take you there. I don't have them yet. Okay. Oh, so, wait, I do. Do you? But I don't hear him. Tig, are you there? All right. He's going to have to dial in or come to the office. Um, so Andy d- j- dumped a bunch of things. So this happened after the Colorado Springs Antifa Twitter account was banned. And so what he put out is the Antifa member behind the Twitter account of a now banned violent Colorado Antifa cell is revealed to be a trans furry journalist. Heidi Beetle, formerly known as Sean Beetle, is a reporter for leftist site Colorado Times Recorder. Here's what, here's what is going to be interesting about this. Number one, we're going to have Andy on. We're, I'm going to get Andy to come on. Um, is Elon actually responded to Andy. Did you see this? And said, incredible. You see that one? Um, let me find it. Remember what I said about Michael Moore? Can people see this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, everyone can see this. I, I don't think they can. It just shows me and you. Maybe. Maybe it's on delay. Okay, they can see us. Never mind. I can't see what they're seeing because it's not the right. Yeah. Um, remember what I said about Michael Moore? <laughs> Tell me I'm not right. <laughs> he looks like Michael Moore. Yeah, you are. Made right. a transition to Michael Moore. You shouldn't have said made a transition to be trans. You said <laughs> it, it should be, well, what would you call it? You, you, trans more? Trans more. Yeah. Sure. Turn into to Michael Moore. If you, if you read the story about this, though, it goes through, which was printed in the post-millennial, it goes through and talks about the violent nature of the Colorado Springs Antifa over the last, I don't know, four or five years. And what Beetle is doing now is saying, oh, well, oh, you found me out. No, 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 no. Let me explain to you what happened when they went through the Twitter files. It tracked back to the person that has that Antifa file and that runs it. And guess what? It hasn't changed, Beetle. You've been the same person posting on the Antifa site that you were three years ago when you had some pseudonym and you were hiding. So stop lying, you lying piece of of trash. I've got Tig. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com a company that puts its money where its mouth is love it get the augusta precious metals free gold ira guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement take what's up so your boyfriend finally came out of the closet huh yep yep sure did (laughs) i I think it has a crush on me (laughs) it definitely has a crush on you I saw the article that uh, yeah, it, Cousin It wrote um, at the, at the uh, Colorado Times Recorder. Here, here's the problem with all this, Tig, is that if you go back, all of the lies that have been told about me around the country have originated with Sean Beadle. All of them. Yep. Militia. Same with me. Same with you. And so the lawsuits are going to be grand against Kyle Clark, against Sean Beadle, and, and by the way, when the lawyers call you and say, remember the lawsuit we're working on against this person? Well, it just got a thousand times worse for that person, meaning Sean Beadle. A thousand times worse. And now it's time that we get to go after all of them because they, it wasn't just baseless claims. It was, it was fraudulent claims that were brought forward in order to cause harm to not just me, not just you, Tig, 
but to FEC United. We have people that said that they left FEC United. I got a text message. Left, I left FEC United because I thought you were militia. Now I find out that it's Antifa that said those things. So now there's huge you know, harm you know, the, against FEC United. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, you know, that, that, that's even a sadder thing, though, that people would leave just because of that. I oh, mean, a lot of people did. Trying to, we're trying to build something to stand together and protect our country. And, yeah. and because you're labeled as something, even though it's not true or not, because it wasn't even FEC, it was actually UADF. But anyways, we're not a militia. But for, for you to leave because you're labeled by the media... It, it's just sad. I mean, that just shows the, the courage of a lot of people in this country. Well, but it, it highlights, though, why this is such a big deal, because we we uh, we know what Antifa is. We know very well. We're, I want to we need to get through uh, what was actually said by this, you know, this thing. But this is the, the big problem, because Joe's calling out, <clears throat> hey, these people are literally Antifa. And then they lie. Because they're in the media, so they have the platform and they have the presumed renown, the respect of being a journalist. So they're supposed to report facts. Yeah. They're yeah. supposed to report truth. They're supposed to be unbiased. And yet you have the member of Antifa who's lying about when they retired, lying about their involvement, on and on and on, who is literally the person running the account in the state of Colorado. And then they're also on the news saying, I'm not an Antifa. And Joe Oldman, who's calling it out, He's an extremist, and and everyone should be upset with him because he doesn't align with Antifa. That is a really terrifying nexus between a radical extremist group, because that's what Antifa is, the media. The real radical Antifa. The real extremist group, the media, and also the law enforcement and the political establishment here who 100% backs them. That is is a cartel. Yep. And now he's been outed. And now you see people coming, to, but it's a huge deal. That's why it's a big, a big deal. It's not about courage. It's the mockingbird establishment. It's the the matrix that many people, even if they don't align with them, they didn't understand how deep it was. It did still. I mean, it's like you, you got to stand your ground for your country. You got to stand up. And just because the media does something, everybody knows the media is full of crap. But it's, I, I don't know, it's. It's sad. So, Tig, now that we have you on, can you give us a uh, real quick, uh, if there's anything else? We played the videos from Rebecca getting, uh, you know, black vaned basically by the I'm FBI. that sign picked up. It was it was it was crazy. So we kind of got we got we got on the backside of the federal building, and uh, the guards kind of I guess they're freaking out because we're standing there. And they came up to her and they said, well, you need to go. You need to walk over this way around the corner by yourself for officer safety. And they had her actually take off her coat, which it was like 18, 20 degrees or something this morning. And that's warmed up right now. But they made her take off her coat, walk down the road around the corner. And uh, if you saw the video, get picked up and, and they drove her off. It was, it was like a clandestine pickup that we would do overseas. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely pray for her after this. And I know that we have um, Jake that wants to be on tomorrow. We're going to have to record it. He has to call in at 1.30 in the afternoon. So we'll have hopefully him as well. Um, Jake Lang will be calling in as well. But, Tig, you sent me stuff. Yesterday was a firestorm for this Andy No story. Firestorm. And the firestorm... This this piece of garbage doubled down, and then doubled down again, and then wrote a bunch of stuff. So so let's start at the beginning if we can. Here is the Heidi? now. What's that? Heidi. Yeah yeah Sean Beetle. So so let's let's walk through this <laughs> really quick if we could. Now the the Antifa member behind the Twitter account of a now banned violent Colorado Antifa cell is revealed to be transferry journalist Heidi Beetle, formerly known as Sean Beetle, as a reporter for leftist site Colorado Times Recorder. We got some 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 stuff from Colorado Times Recorder, but let's go down a little bit. Actually, hit the story if you would. Let's go to the the post millennial and, and and go through the story. So in this story, it talks about oh, kill that. 
It, it has a picture of Michael Moore. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Sean Beadle. Michael Moore. He, she, he transitioned to Michael Moore. And then wearing the furry thing. The individual who created the Colorado Springs Antifa Twitter account was which was suspended from Twitter on Saturday, has been identified as far-left furry transgender activist and former high school teacher who boasts about using their military experience to F shit up. Sorry, I can't make that any better. Uh, On Sunday, the post-millennials Andy No tweeted, breaking the Antifa member who ran the violent Twitter account of the Colorado Springs cell of Antifa, COS anti-fascist, at COS Antifa, is transfurry activist, Colorado Times reporter, at Heidi Beetle. Um, this is where it gets interesting. Actually, go, go, go up a little bit so we can go through this. It's just some of the stuff that we, we'll be able to grab. Um, a little bit more, please. No, a little I bit more. I kind of wonder up, if... Uh, down. Right there, I got a feeling she's probably, or Jeez, it, whatever, whatever it is, is probably the one that sent me. Remember I told you about the, the letter I got from Antifa? Oh, yeah. To oh, my yeah. house, pretty much. They're saying, oh, we know where you kind of live. Which a I don't stack care. of bricks. Go ahead and come out. Right. So Sta- I'm wondering, I guarantee she used her general, journalism, whatever credit, to figure out where I live. And this is why so dox- we have. So she's doxing me. And, and this is where you get into some of the stuff that was said, which I thought was interesting. Are you but, talking, Joe, are you talking about these tweets here? Yeah. So I wanted to read it, though, if I can. These, so These are already these are here. No, they're not. It's not there yet. It's, it's not, I mean, it is there, but I wanted to read the part where, okay, yeah, there it is. It's right there. Yeah, okay, got it. Uh, the Antifa member, so this goes through that person. It's in a different order, though. So there's a different order inside the ones that are on the other one. Yeah, so this is the top of the thread. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road if you travel a lot. If you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Okay, so this is breaking. Goes again and talks about Beetle. If you actually hit though, uh, yeah, it's hit that one. That's the suspended. So Antifa Colorado Springs cell has been suspended on Twitter. The account has operated years instructing comrades to assault people and directing members to get mm-hmm. the home addresses, phone numbers of targets. It had 15,000 followers. Okay. Here's why hasn't anyone smashed at Teebs Gaming's cameras yet? She is producing some of the most reckless riot footage we have seen, and yet, and her, anyone criticizing her for being the eyes and ears of the pigs are getting banned. (laughs) We have more. Here we go. Exponential sucks. Her website also doesn't check to see if the email address you enter is valid, so fire away scripters. By the way, her business is registered to her home address. A nationwide recall has been issued on all transphobes' teeth. It's up to each and every one of us to hey, help out to, where we can. I'm, I'm going to have to have that address so I can send her a bill. I think so. Well, there's more because the lawsuits are going to fly. And everyone wants to in the lawsuits. I had a friend call me and say, Joe, I will help fund the lawsuit. I will help fund it. So we're going to have a funding party, by the way, to fund it. And then, yeah, it should be great. This is on November 22nd, 2022. And you see uh, replying to that is Antifa DOSJ underscore 161. Uh, start the count. This is calling to basically attack anyone who stands up against them. Oh, it gets oh. worse. Because in this, 
They talked about whether or not you could open carry into events in Highlands Ranch. Um, this uh, Teller Times reporter known as Sean Beadle was a teacher. Go ahead and hit the web archive if you would on that. Cut that down if you would. Oh, here we go. And if you go all the way to the top, because it's going to, there's so much more to go through. Wait. So I don't actually know when this is, but I think this is just now. I think this is just another account that, that uh, Beetle had. Um, hey, here's quite a thread about some stuff. I'm out of Fs to give, and the statute of limitations has expired. 18 months for misdemeanors, six months for petty offenses. So I guess I could just own up to what is the most poorly kept secret in the world. A bunch of nerds from America, identity movement, identity Europa are trying to dox me. They actually took credit for it. I guess they don't get to keep that moral high ground anymore. Keep going. And these are older. I think these are a few years ago. This is just the archive. I'm pretty sure. Well, it goes through. They are claiming that, that I am uh, anti-fash Gordon, identity Irova, and uh, am anti-fash Gordon. Uh, and Colorado Springs Antifa. Uh, they think they have outed the leader of the Antifa. I, Heidi Beadle, and the mastermind of it all. The only folks I answer to are George Soros and the Dark Lord Satan. So here's what she's trying to. This is what he's trying to do. He's trying to make light of it. Here's the problem with making light of it: is because of all of this, we get everything. We get access to every account. We're gonna we're gonna sue the Independent. We're gonna sue the Times Recorder to sue Nine News. We're gonna subpoena every record, every email. We're gonna go all the way down line. I'm gonna start bringing in other people. Tig, it's going to be great. We'll have the letter that you have. I have text messages that I have saying that they're going to do harmful things. People from Colorado Springs, we were able to get IP addresses on and turn it over to the police for. This is going to turn into something much greater than I think this piece of trash even understands. Uh, my favorite part of the pictures they took of my Twitter of me in my fursuit or like holding puppies. Look at this monster. Oh, keep going. So I guess it's time to come clean. They are kind of right. You know, when they say about broken clocks, I did start the Colorado Springs Antifa account and the blog. I did my part to stem the rise of the tide of fascism, but I have been retired for a while now. All right. So hold on. Hold on a second. Yeah. Pause right there. Yeah. All right. We know it's not true, by the way, because now we have access to, and we've, ar we've already started the conversation of sending emails to uh, Twitter, to their, to their law enforcement and their legal side to get access to full logins. But go ahead. So first of all, Time to come clean. Okay, cute. They're kind of right. You know what they say about broken clocks. I'm sorry. It's quite the opposite. Yeah. Because all of it was right. Yeah. Joe was right like every hour on the hour and every five minutes after that. Yep. Number one. Number two, but I have been retired for a while now. What's the date here? 14 October 2019. Yeah. Hold on a second. What's this? This is November 22 oh, this yeah. year. Yeah. Retired my ass. Yeah. Mind and piece of trash. And and guess what they were able to do at Twitter. And and this is what this is why Beetle is in big trouble. I mean, I'm going to say big trouble. If there's like huge trouble, it's worse than huge trouble. You're in such big trouble, you don't even know what huge trouble you're in. You have no idea. You have no idea. Like I'm just going to enjoy the fact that you have to work for the rest of your life to to pay me for the pain that you cause by being a fascist and attacking other people because you're evil. I just want I just want you to know that that's going to be it's going to be fun for me. But let's go to more of this if you would. I don't have access to those accounts anymore. I'm no longer involved in anti-fascist work, although I'm still an avid supporter of the work and the people doing it. It has been an important experience and is still pretty important. Good. Guess what? We're also going to be able to have that deposition where we go through and tell us who those people are. It's going to be so much. You know what is going to be so much fun about this, Tig? You know what's going to be fun about this? Because it's vindication. Okay. We shouldn't have had to have. And all of these left yeah. left magazines and, and publications that are all stood up in order to attack Christian conservatives, they're all going to have to pay. They're all going to have to pay, and the legal fees are going to stack up. I oh, just walked in. Oh, get on. I was like, why did he hang up? 
Okay, can I can I do this really quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, just take a quick. Uh, we're gonna take a quick squirrel. Go ahead, go full screen on me. So I have a friend. I can't see anything. I don't know oh, what. Right, I'm... Sorry. So I have a friend. Now you could be on here too. This is gonna be good. Oh, uh, I thought I thought that's what you meant by full screen. <laughs> okay, so I he him and his wife they're amazing people. Um, they're they're amazing. Their kids are amazing. Um, what's up, brother? Uh, so he goes, what do you get Joe? He doesn't really want anything. I don't want anything. Like I don't, my wife buys me clothes and they'll sit there cause I won't try them on. She goes, you need clothes. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to try them on. <laughs> I don't like the shop and I like the shop even worse when it shows up at the house. Cause then if I don't like it, I'm like, oh, I gotta find something to replace that. But, <laughs> So they got me this, this beautiful battle axe. And it's actually kind of sharp. And I told him I was going to show this. And uh, it's so cool. It, tell me that's not cool. <laughs> All right, let, me go, yeah. let me go only to you so you can uh, show it off. All right. So on the handle, let's see if I can do this right. It says, for when they don't have guns. <laughs> <laughs> and you could use that a couple of ways, but I want to tell Scott McKay, I now have my battle axe. It is fully covered. So I'm now I'm, I'm even, I even have the coverings for it. Make okay. sure I don't. Childproof protection. Yeah, childproof for me, obviously. <laughs> I need it. I was, I was, uh, tell me that's not ridiculous. That's, that's pretty badass, man. Yeah, so I want to say thank you to Dave and Kim. That's probably the most manliest thing he's ever gotten. Uh, it, it pro yeah, it's probably, it probably <laughs> that's, uh, th nothing comes close to this. Even when you talk about guns, it, it doesn't even hold a yeah. Legs first, head first. Which one? Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're violent. Nope, nope, no. Nope. That is reserved for Sean Beetle. <laughs> that's that what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right i wanted you guys to see my battle axe i thought you'd enjoy that all right he's, he's army he should be <laughs> <laughs> oh but let, can we go back through some more of these tweets you guys have to see this by the way this is the person that we outed how long ago shoot 2020 i think yeah yeah was on the call i am i yep. am almost oh man i want to say i'm 80 90 percent sure the beetle was on it inside my notes. I said, beetle said, was on. It. She said, you told me it was on it because it was a going after me because I, I stood up in Colorado Springs. Yeah. And now we know definitely why it was coming after me big time. But then they said, Tig, that you were not on, not supposed to be on the call and, and then attacked the, uh, the uh, Google search because it was done on the 11th. And so this is actually the thing that led me to believe like, Maybe I need to look into this PTSD deal. Like maybe there's something to sleeping with a gun next to your head, uh, being on high alert all the time for the last two years. So anyway, so they went through all of these different questions. And I kept thinking back to they asked me about Beetle. They they actually asked me about Beetle in the deposition on Friday, not knowing this was going to come out on Sunday. <laughs> this is not good for them. Their their strategy just got shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good things always come in time. They do come in time. They do come. Do you think when that when that drops, someone sent it, and then you know one of the lawyers is like, "Ooh, hey, Eric." <laughs> hey, so what do you Your think? Your boyfriend just came out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> they they did. They had uh, what are they called? Affidavits from Tay Anderson, who I thought Tay Anderson was on the call, and from Heidi Beetle who I thought was on the call. They went and got affidavits from those people saying, oh, there was a BLM call, but there wasn't an Antifa call, right? Does it matter if it was Antifa or BLM? No, call? it definitely was Antifa. It was 100% Antifa because they were talking about what they were going to do to Breonna, the Breonna Taylor deal that mm -hmm. happened in Aurora. Yeah. They were going after that. They were doing that, right? They but I'm, I'm just wondering, like, I mean, doesn't the, the phone call was, it doesn't, I don't know, does it matter if it was Antifa or BLM? I mean, the phone call happened, right? Yeah, but then they said that there was no such thing as Antifa. Remember, they said yeah. that Antifa is a. It's an idea. It's an, an idea, idea that just got uh, federal charges. But what was that? What was that in Oregon or something? Georgia, Georgia. Atlanta, five of them. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, 
Yeah. Bombs. See, it's, it's crazy you can bring a, a federal charges against an idea. <laughs> really, Members mean, of an idea. Okay, so let's go back to it, can we? Because there's more. Yeah, let's go back there's to so it. much more. This this person who talks about and goes after and attacks everyone else writes articles about it. It's him and Eric uh um what's the guy? Malbech? Malbech? Mal yeah. I'm so, we're suing him too. Hey, it's gonna be look, it's gonna be a magnificent lawsuit. I just want you guys to all know it's gonna be a magnificent lawsuit. It's gonna be magnificent. <laughs> it's gonna be magnificent. It's These people be don't even know what a Nazi is. No. They are literally the poster child for Nazis. Goes through and says, you have to be pretty obtuse to deny what is happening in this country and marginalized people are at the forefronts of this stuff. POC, undocumented folks, LGBTQ people are on the receiving end of a lot of crap. Anti-fascism is us standing up for ourselves. You are the fascist. Can I ask you a question? You see some freakoid right walking down the street. Do you even think twice about it? Is it something that you... I just giggle and keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, if you expect me to feel bad or apologize for making life hard for a bunch of Nazis, too effing bad. This is the person, by the way, that says we are the violent ones. Yep. Right? Well, think about it. We'll look at some of the other Twitter things. They didn't get banned. FBI wasn't worried about them. No, no. no calls to violence no. being called out on these people. No, nope, Elon, I'd like, my, I'd like my count back. I didn't. Uh, just so we're clear, there are, there are police reports of people coming to my home with guns. Correct? Apollo? Accurate. Yep. Yeah. It was there. Can confirm. There that are is true. There are police reports of people sending powder through the mail to my house so that my wife and my daughter and myself had to wait as they cleared the home. Again, police reports. I don't see any police reports from transgender people where people are like walking down the street saying, let me just go after them. Do you? No. No, but they attack themselves and blame it on us. Well, and the, the bunch of Nazis, it sounds kind of like Yul Roth, right? Actual Nazis in the White House. Some of those other Twitter execs? Yeah. I'll keep going. There's more. I hope Beatles watching. I hope Beatles watching. I hope Beatles. I hope you're watching, and I hope it does literally make you stare into space. And I hope you do have to think about that knock on the door of, uh, yeah, we're here to serve you. Yeah. And by the way, call your employer because and let them know they're going to get This is me telling you right now. You're all getting sued. Every single one of you is getting sued. Kyle Clark, you're getting sued. Nine News, you're getting sued. Seven News, you're getting sued. Colorado Times Recorder, you're getting sued. Uh, Colorado Springs Independent or Indy, Colorado Springs, you're getting sued. You're all getting sued. Everyone. Eric Mob Matchbach, you're getting sued. You're all getting Every single one of you is getting sued. It's not, hey, we're thinking about it. We're writing stuff up. We're collecting data. Now we're done waiting. We're done waiting. And we're going to have to drag Twitter into it. That'll be fun. We're going to drag all your Facebooks. We're going to tag everything into it. Everything. Okay. That's good now. Good times. Good times. <laughs> I feel better now. Merry Christmas. All right. There's more. My first foray into anti-fascism was protesting Milo, which at a trans person was kind of a no-brainer. I came out around the same time as a certain famous trans woman with bad politics who used to be an Olympic athlete. <laughs> By the way, do you notice how many people are liking her post? <laughs> yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody. And hey, She's famous. guys on Frank's speech, we're going to switch off. Uh, so if you are on Frank's speech, in fact, uh, head on over to Rumble. Go to Conservative Daily or whatever. Uh, but we, we do love you all. Do you want me to hit a commercial real quick? <clears throat> Mike? Or should we keep going? Yeah, let's hit a commercial for Mike, and then we'll come back. Magic Mike. Welcome to Sleepyville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. <laughs> but there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. 
Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. Yeah! I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville, where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. Promo code CD21. And My kids you, like their pillow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. awesome. First night they used them. Yeah? Yeah, this was great. Sweet. Sweet. How about their slippers? We need to get them slippers? I can get them slippers. I need to get them some slippers. I'll get them slippers. But there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> so somewhere along the line, Sean's trying to tell people to justify it. This is what happens, by the way, when you panic. You do this. You just ramble on like this. Keith, let's go. I was kind of optimistic when I first came out. I really seemed like society was, hold on, go up, was coming around the topic of, of trans people. The Milo event was a pretty serious wake-up call. Most cis people effing hate us and no one really cares no let me no, just we explain don't. we don't care we don't yeah why we would we care we don't, we don't care what you do we could care less we think god will handle it just take it stop throwing it in our faces stop running down the streets naked calling all of us bigots on social media and the news yeah. like heidi and kyle and stop, and stop coming kids. after our kids and it's don't really simple and if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna act like you're something else don't try to act like you're michael moore i mean you you play it apart pretty well Right, you look like Michael. This Moore. is ugly. Of course, what happens? And it says anti-fascism is self-defense. No, anti-fascism is not self-defense. See, now you're trying to rewrite what fascism is. See, you are fascist. Yep, you are the fascist. You 100 percent are the of, fascist. You're the evil of our society. You're evil. Part you're of not, the media and trying to shut other people down. You're the fascist. Well, see, it's and it's very simple. What they're saying, self-defense is. That's a, a pretext based on nothing because they're saying that in order to, for self-defense to occur, there has to be an attack, except there's no actual attack against them. Do mm -hmm. hate crimes happen? Sure. Smollett. But they're saying that they're being attacked because of free speech, because it exists and because people call them out for being, uh, you know, ideologically ridiculous. Yeah. Juicy Smollett was attacked too, right? Yeah. Juicy. Juicy. Ju juicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All you need is a noose, bleach. What else? <laughs> <laughs> News bleach. He, nobody even brought a battle axe. What the hell is wrong you with these people? Yeah. You gotta, yeah, it's not real if you don't bring a battle axe. You gotta bring a battle axe. <laughs> you bring a battle axe. And you know, that's funny because we saw battle axes in Denver. We and did. Tifa had battle axes. Yeah, they, tra they threatened threatened us with them. They didn't get arrested either. No, they didn't. Isn't, isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, bring a battle axe. Funny. The second you bring a battle axe, you take a step towards me. I'm putting you down like a dog. Sorry. Just, yeah, it was a situation. Okay, so, uh, and of course, what happens after the Milo event, I'm going to do it in, in a Heidi voice. And of course, what happens after the Milo event in 2016, a rise in far-right activity and organizing, if only someone had warned us. She sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dad? <laughs> and of course, the literal hate crimes are rising throughout Colorado Springs. No, they're not. That's no, a lie. They weren't. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> You're a liar. Heidi, you liar, 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 liar. You think it wears panties? No. <laughs> tux, tux. <laughs> Who does law enforcement pay attention to? Wait, let's go more. Oh, I know. <laughs> I actually told them to get lost at a protest. I thought they were threepers or oath keepers. I was floored to learn months later they were real cops. If you've ever told an undercover cop to go get effed, you should definitely try it sometimes. <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> you didn't do any of that. Otherwise, where's the video? Yeah, let me see the video. Let's see the video. 
I was actually on my way out of activism when Identity Europa started. Being Antifa, especially if you're only one of the demographics targeted by these people, kind of sucks a lot. You spend countless hours staring into the abyss. You learn a lot about these people. It's a mind F. You stand into the abyss because you're mentally ill. Once the leaks were released, I was like deranged uh, ether addict on a binge. Well, that's probably true. In mm -hmm. hindsight, I definitely should have stayed out of it, but I couldn't resist. I was actually pretty reckless and irresponsible about some stuff, and I'm genuinely sorry if I F things up for others. Huh. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes, comrades. Comrades. <laughs> Hello, Nazi. Comrades, not Nazis, obviously. You mm -hmm. learn about these, a lot about these guys, reading their chats and combing their social media. You have to have a degree of empathy to do this kind of stuff, and it messes with your head. But it also gives you a lot of insight into them. Oh, boy. Wish I was, which is why I'm absolutely not worried about uh, AIM, IMIE, or Jeremy Rensberg who most certainly behind the wave of doxes. More on that later. These EI guys are clowns, capital C. Well, at least you, you respect them, that means. Good. So, you know, I think, so you have to have a degree of empathy. Is the degree of empathy slandering people uh, in the news, using oh, yeah. your platform, and then while you're doing that, also operating a uh, an Antifa account that is the main account throughout the state calling to dox people and hurt them? Yeah. Is that empathy? That, that sociopath? I, th I think it might be, though, right? Maybe that's uh, maybe that's trans empathy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then you go. Let's see. Oh, 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 oh. Let me read this part. This is this is good. This is in uh, in you know's thing too. This is the idea. This and is, yeah. they're they so Sean is so manly <laughs> that that he writes this and then calls himself Heidi. I just want to. I just want to point that out. I mean, I'm just. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, um, I think a big part of my gravitating towards Antifa was a substitute for the rush and excitement of being in the army. <laughs> Pretty much everything we did was heavily influenced by small arm tappings and Ranger handbook stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to be a part of a team and F shit up again. See, there's that violence. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.